Please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of Jesus, the light of the world, and our Savior. We pray for peace for the world, and in particular, for those in our church family who must experience this season without loved ones. We pray for healing and acceptance for our mental and physical concerns. And finally, Father, we pray for our humble faith in you. Because as we know, sometimes this is all that we have. Strengthen us and help us to allow the promise of our future with you to transcend our clear and present concerns. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
hear these words of Scripture from the book of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made, and without Him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And again, once again, Jesus spoke to the people and said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. permit me uh, today to sit and be with you. It's been quite a journey this Advent season. It happened just after Thanksgiving. And now we've arrived at Christmas Day and we celebrate so much. And I could hope that you would hear everything the carols and the songs and the prayers have had to say. Because they're so important. Whether it is looking to the ancient promise and the whole world giving back the song that the angels sang at that first Christmas, or as Mackenzie sang just now, that powerful word, truly he taught us to love one another. Change shall he break, for the slave is our brother. In his name all oppression shall cease. These are strong words about the significance of what God has done at Christmas in Jesus Christ. And the natural follow-up, I think, for everyone is one simple word, when. When. Great promises. When. Christmas Eve has become a very special time for me to recall that phrase, when last night was no exception what a marvelous service led so competently capably by our dancers by our players what an amazing experience but that was just a prelude for what happens in our household as it's time to go to sleep it doesn't happen at the first pass guys it's time to go to bed right anyone with children in their household or who have had them know the adrenaline that courses through the veins of those who anticipate the amazing experience of Christmas morning. It's hard to go to sleep. It just is. And even last night, I could hear from at least one of them that childlike curiosity, innocence, and excitement. This has been a good day. I can't wait until tomorrow. But you got to wait. I remember on Christmas Day, waking up so early, my mother looking with one sleepy eye up from her bed saying, not yet, not yet. It was probably three or four in the morning. And I go back to about 50 minutes later, back in, can we go downstairs now? Can we go downstairs now? And just worrying my mom to death. 
and eventually they would relent with young children. It's usually about 6 a.m. as they grow a little older. Maybe you can get up to 7 or 8. Uh, I know there comes a time when there is no longer that child awakening you to the new day. Not like it was. And I think I'll miss it when it's gone. When? Our family finally achieved a compromise. In growing up, what my parents thought they could do would be to buy a couple of hours of sleep by offering the chance to open one gift on Christmas Eve. Now, there's some that would still appear quite a mystery that night that we would find in the morning, but there were still some already in place under the tree. And so we could pick one and open it, hopefully to buy a little time to, to at least tamp down the enthusiasm just a bit. And that present that we were able to open in many ways became sort of the down payment, the deposit, the foretaste of what was to come. And in some ways, it was very effective. It became a new tradition. Traditions layer upon traditions. I had the good fortune of having a nephew, my older brother's son, born on Christmas Eve. Yet another tradition, a birthday party for Chase as we anticipated the birthday of Jesus, exchanging that one gift that would matter. And of course, after Chase died, another layer of memory and tradition was built into how our family remembers Christmas with enthusiasm and with tender-heartedness. I think that's how we all approach it, recognizing the difficulty of living our lives in that in-between place, somewhere between Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, somewhere between nighttime and the dawn. That's how a lot of life is, isn't it? Sort of an already and not yet. That's how we've learned to summarize our experience. There's, there's a mother who's, who's pregnant out to here, and she knows there's a little human inside there, but the baby's not quite here, hasn't quite arrived. So when the baby's born, it's like, aha, I've arrived. No, 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 that was just auntie to play at the table for the next 18 years, perhaps, in your household, and then for a lifetime. You continue to grow and change and feel like I've arrived yet again and again. A recent graduate receives a piece of paper that says she's an engineer or he's a teacher or she's a pastor, Mackenzie. But that piece of paper is just the beginning. It doesn't tell you everything that will happen across the course of that experience in that vocation. A retiree experiences the same thing. Aha, I've arrived. I can set down all of my work. No, no, no. Every retiree I've ever met said, it's just a whole new beginning. We could go on and on. I even pulled a dirty trick on one of my sons this morning. He got a phone, his own phone for Christmas. And what did dad say? You really can't use it much till I get to work on it and set this up and that up and this up and that up. Wait. Well, how long? He has the evidence already in hand, but he, he can't experience everything that it has to offer. Not yet. That's life. When, Lord, this peace, this love, this joy, this hope 
that we name and that we celebrate, that we anticipate, when will that come to the world? And when will that come to me? In many ways, we look at the world and we see it as still living along that way that leads to death. And there doesn't seem to be anything we can do to arrest the, the irresistible force it seems to be running on, that current that seems to be drawing inexorably toward difficult, conflicted, violent ends, year after year, generation after generation. How long, Lord? In the micro. I've seen this happen over and over again. I listened to you, and I remember hearing one friend say just this month, hope I've got, but joy, it's in short supply. How long do I have to wait for that promise to come to pass? How will I know the promise is real? How do I know it is there for me? It's difficult to look at someone who is grieving, and to know somehow there is an affirmation that says, you know, the flow of tears will diminish. There does come a time when remembering someone you've loved and lost brings more joy than heartache. I was talking to Richard Poindexter this morning. You can show your cast to everybody. Now, Richard is living on promise of healing of that wrist there's a cast that reminds you that they're still waiting to do, but that cast, in a sense, is also a promise, isn't it? We're going to keep you safe until you heal. That's how we live our lives. Somewhere in that in-between place, looking for the evidence, listening for the affirmation that says the promises in which we place our hope are true. And today, we are celebrating one of the names from our Advent carol, Bright and Morning Star. That is the promise that Jesus brings, the bright and morning star. That is the star that shows up and shines brightest as the other night lights diminish. In many ways, in the eyes of the ancients, that morning star was the herald of the new day. Even before the sun rose and the new day had completely dawned, that morning star said, it's coming. It's coming. It's on the way. Hang on till daybreak, or as we learned, day spring. And so, depending on how you want to look at it, that light is the Lord of the diminishing night or the Lord of the new day. It's like no other stars in the sky. And so it has an important message for us all. That bright and morning star that says the new day is coming. But what we find as we read through the witness of Scripture is the one we proclaim as the bright and morning star, Jesus Christ, is a witness at the beginning of creation. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. 
all things were made by him without him. Not one thing was made that came into being, and in him was life. And that life was the light of all people. A witness to and participant in the first creation is now a witness to and a participant in the new creation that God is making. A place where hope and joy are found. A place where the way of love is the way of life. It's already been put before us in Jesus. That promise has been declared in flesh and in blood. And it has not yet completely come to pass. As we live through the hardships of our life, we know this is true. But can we live in such a way that that promise is already coming to pass in our lives? Might that make a difference? There's amazing news in my life. I have, over time, befriended someone who's been incarcerated for decades. Decades. About as long as Danny's been alive. And on February 6th, he's scheduled for release to the next steps for the first time to be out from his incarceration in the North Carolina prison system. What a momentous promise from the state, right? On February 6th, he's not completely released. He still has to walk through a certain number of steps. But here we are on December 25th. He's not released, not yet. Still has to submit to the way of his incarceration. But is he freer than he was before he got that news? I would say yes. The promise has been established. And now he has something to look toward and a way in which he can incline his life and a way that he can live his life in anticipation of that so that as one who has been released, even though he still feels the pains and the aches, the difficulties of his captivity, he grows freer each and every day. Can we live our lives in anticipation of a promise here and now? That's the challenge and the joy of Christmas. That the bright and morning star that has risen in the night sky, that has announced the end of our night in the beginning of the new day becomes the star to which we can orient our lives each and every day so that the Lord of all of our endings becomes the Lord of all our beginnings. In Second Peter, Peter encourages believers to live in anticipation of those promises in this way. We have the prophetic message more fully confirmed. 
you will do well to be attentive to this as a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. We can live our lives differently on the basis of God's promises, promises that are being fulfilled in Jesus. And when that morning star arises in our hearts, we can perceive the new day even here and now. I love the Greek word that's translated morning star here. It is transliterated, word for word, the same as the word we know as phosphorus. Phosphorus, a bright and reactive element that shines brighter than just about anything I've ever seen in a chemistry lab. That bright and morning star is a name that Jesus took upon himself. In Revelation 22, I am the root, I am the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. I don't know where you find yourself this Christmas day. And as you scan your life, as you scan your spirit, and you recognize the gifts that have come to you, and I'm not talking about the things under the tree now, you know that, but the great gifts in your life. And as you anticipate and recognize all of the deficits that still remain, Will you choose to posture yourself to this one who is filled with promises of new life, of new hope, peace, joy, and love? Will you posture your life trusting that the promises made and fulfilled in him are true and will come true in your life as you wait as you wonder, as you ask when, look to the bright and morning star. I promise you, the new day is coming. Amen.